Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Black Buffalo products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of nicotine or tobacco. If you're an adult age 21 and older and use nicotine or tobacco, I want to tell you about Black Buffalo's award-winning nicotine pouches. What are they made of? Cured edible green leaves, food-grade ingredients, and pharmaceutical-grade nicotine. No tobacco leaf or stem. So if you're 21 and older, consume nicotine or tobacco and want to join the Black Buffalo herd, head over to blackbuffalo.com to learn more. You can order nicotine pouches online and they ship directly to most states. Or check out their store locator to purchase pouches at thousands of retail locations around the country. Black Buffalo Tobacco Alternative. Bold flavor, full pouches. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card... Right this way. It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This is Jeff T from the Club 520 Podcast. When it comes to your feet, eBay's got your back. When you see the blue check mark that says authenticity guaranteed, that means real experts are checking your sneakers. Every stitch down to the sole. They even smell them because nothing says fresh like the scent of real kicks. So kick back and relax. From the drop to your doorstep, eBay doesn't play games with your sneaker game. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal with eBay Authenticity Guarantee. Visit ebay.com for terms. The Volume. It's the most wonderful time of the year. What up, y'all? T-Bob here from Snaps, your new favorite college football show on FanDuel. And it might be getting cold, but the sports calendar is heating up. That's why it's the best time of the year. There's so much different place to bet on. Whether you want to bet on the World Cup, you want to bet on uh, the NBA, the NFL, college football, and there's no better place to get in on the action than FanDuel. The app is safe, secure, easy to use. Uh, they have great exclusive offers, boosts. You get paid fast when you win. And they have all the different ways you can play money line, over-unders, totals, props, futures. And with live betting, you can jump in even if you get to your phone late. And who doesn't love a good same game parlay? Plus, FanDuel now live in Maryland. And never forget, that's what Maryland does. Crab cakes, football, and FanDuel. So use promo code SNAPS and download the FanDuel app today to make every moment more. Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome into a brand new edition of Snaps here on the Volume Sports YouTube channel. If you're watching on YouTube, hit the like button, hit subscribe. We were given the note that we're supposed to be more facial, so I'm attempting to do my best right now. I hope this plays give you a couple face for some. For the record, that was a note for me, not for you. Aaron, look, look very surprised right now. Look very. There you go, Brum. Uh, there you go. The perfect thumbnail for tomorrow's show. Look, I don't make the YouTube rules, okay, boys? This is just how it's done. Uh, a huge thank you uh, for joining us here on Snaps today. I am uh, one of your hosts, T-Bob Bear. Uh, we love doing this. It's the most fun uh, I have every single day. Um, and I'm joined, as always, by uh, your other host, SEC legend, a man who has a bust in the Florida Georgia Hall of Fame. We're talking about Mr. Aaron Murray, Aaron, what happened, man? So if you wonder why this conversation started or, or T-Bob's ragging me for my ugly ass bust, 
uh, Sequavius, okay. we were discussing, is probably the most beautiful bus that could possibly be right now. But unfortunately, they don't give a bust out for the highest intro owner. But no, T-Bob, I'm doing good, doing well. Uh, I was in the motherland earlier today in Athens, Georgia, so I'm very, very happy at the moment. Always good to go home. So before you bust, okay, I didn't say that Stequavius had the most beautiful bust. What I said is that there has never been a more bust-ass looking college football player in college football history. From I don't know if you have the picture from the group chat ready to go right now, but you can get it up later. But I mean, like, the man looks like his face was cast of marble back in, like, 78 B.C., Right, he would be right in like fall of the Roman Republic, rise of the empire. You know, your Sulla, your Caesar. Uh, in fact, he looks a lot like Crassus, one of the original triumvirate. Now, I don't think yep. he's a predatory landlord in the same way that Crassus was, and who knows? Maybe he'll meet the same doom that Crassus did, uh, going into the desert seeking military glory. But I mean, just look at Sets and Bennett's face. There's never and and it's it's then though, so appropriate. Although I get more of a Roman feeling from him. But still, when Rome conquered Greece, they still kind of, um, you know, Athens was still cool in their book. It was like the very mm -hmm. intelligent thing to do was to go visit Athens. Very appropriate then that the most Greco-Roman bust player in all of college football is literally leading the men of Athens on military campaign. And uh, that is where we are going to start today. As I ask you a very simple question, Aaron Murray, are the Georgia Bulldogs right now building a true college football dynasty? Well, I think they're they're already in the the, the dynasty phase, and and let's not forget, go back to what was it, 2017? Mm -hmm. They were a second and 26 away from winning that. Look, I mean, look at that face. I mean, does that look not at that? Scream? I mean, dude, the aquiline. <laughs> okay, like for those him. that are listening on the podcast, bro, just put up. The picture here, but the kind of aquiline nose, the heavy brow, the dark eyebrows, the curly hair, uh, the kind of sunken cheeks, you know, yeah. the kind of sunken oh, cheeks, yeah. the sharp chin, just a lot of harsh angles to Stetson's face. And it works perfectly when thinking yeah. about him in statue form. Um, we should probably it, it, bring up Aaron's really bus whenever we can as well. No, nah, we, we should probably stay away from bringing up my bus for, for any uh, silly reason. But going back to what you said, T-Bob, like we, I think we, the, the, the dynasty's already started. Uh, you're back to 17 and what they did. They, should have, they didn't win the football game, but they had an opportunity to win that football game. And, you know, Tua drove them back and, and won the game in the overtime that second and 26. But then from there, they just keep, you know, they're winning the East, they're getting the SEC championship games, they're getting close, they're getting to the playoffs. And finally, they broke through last year. I think that was kind of the last thing that needed to be accomplished for the dynasty to really be considered we are in it right now. Like it is is happening between before our very own eyes at the moment. And then this year to, to, to lose what they lost, to be the heavy favorite to win a national championship for back-to-back -back seasons, which we know is almost impossible to do. This is the closest thing that we're going to see to what Nick Saban Alabama did from about whatever 2009 to 2021. You know, uh, that is what Georgia is, 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 I would say two or three years in right now. And I think you're going to see another seven, 10 years of it, if not greater, because of the resources, because of Kirby's age. I mean, Kirby's a young guy. He's, he's not, you know, I think he's in his late 40s, I believe. Like, he's got a lot of juice, a lot of energy, a lot of resources, the facilities, the players. I mean, I've been over and over on this show what, why Georgia is positioned to have success for the long run. Um, but I think they're already in the dynasty. And, and, and I think winning this year Aaron, will only Aaron. cement that. Go. 
Yeah, what the hell are you talking about? Uh, Ryan, uh, Brum, maybe you can give me, and maybe Chad can help me out here too. Can anybody give me one example of a dynasty that only had one national championship? I'll wait. I'll sit here. I'll wait. Can anybody give me a single example of a dynasty with one national championship? For you to say, before they win this one, for you to say they are already a dynasty is the height of absurdity. Now, in the original question, are they building a dynasty? Well, to that, I would ask you a question. Uh, does a bear shit in the woods? Is Aaron Murray's couch too big on the players' lounge? Is every risk risky? Does Aaron's bust of the Georgia-Florida Hall of Fame look like a deviant sexual predator? The answer to all of these are very <laughs> self-evident truths. The answer is yes, okay? Yeah. So if Georgia building a dynasty, absolutely. Right? In year one under Kirby Smart, they're eight and five. Over the next four years, they go 44 and nine. They go to three SEC championships with one win. That includes a playoff win at the Rose Bowl. That barely national championship loss, which unlike you, I don't count that as a natty. I guess you count that as a win because you blew it against an Alabama team with a backup quarterback. Uh, but it's still who's, impressive who's, in terms who's, who's, of building who's a dynasty. Now? Who's starting in the NFL right now? Who's, who um, may win the NFL? I don't give a damn, NFL. dude. Hey, do, do I get a national championship some, ring some because we got our ass kicked by Alabama in a rematch? No, get the hell out of here. The point is, though, from eight and five, so over the next four years, they had a playoff win. They barely lost to Natty. They won SC Championship. They won a Sugar Bowl. Uh, they won a Peach Bowl. Uh, and then the last two years, 27-1. and one. Uh, one and one in SEC championships. They have the national championship. They're going to the playoffs the second year in a row. This time as the one seed. They had a perfect SEC season, which they had not done yet this year. Um, they will likely win another national championship. And when they do, well, then they entered rarefied air. So well, absolutely, yes, they are building a dynasty, but now you have to push that thing across the finish line. It, we, we've seen how these things can implode or fall off. And ultimately, no, if agree. we're talking dynasty, all that matters is championship. If you don't win a championship this year, you are not a dynasty. I'll still allow you building status because you could bounce back and win one next year and you could get there right then. But like, no, unless you win one this year, you are not a dynasty yet. Okay, so I think you, you, you've said it better in the building stages, but what I'm saying, like, if when we look, and this is just me projecting of what the next 10 years is going to be for the University of Georgia under mm -hmm. Kirby Smart, when we look back in 2030, we will say Georgia was in the middle of a dynasty in 2022. This is just more confidence of more than anything based on what have we seen from Georgia for the past five years. We've seen Kirby bring them to a natty in 2017. We've seen them win SEC championship games. We've seen them win a Rose Bowl. We've seen them been you know, been to the playoffs. We've seen them win a national championship, and we've seen them win now another national championship. All I'm saying is when we look back, we will say the dynasty started somewhere in that between the 2017-2018 year. That's it. So, yes, yeah. they are still yeah, no, building fair. it. They're still building it. But this is me just more saying, you know, my, me rubbing my crystal ball right now, looking ahead in the future in 10 years, saying I think there's a legitimate chance that Georgia wins another two or three national championships in the next decade. So then all of a sudden that's three or four natties in, in a you know, 10, 12 year period with SEC championships on top of that, with first round picks off the galore. To me, that is a, a signal of a dynasty. So yes, T-Bob, I am projecting that. So they are, according to my calculations, in the middle of a dynasty right now. If, if they get across the finish line, then yes, 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 the count will start yes. with the lost national championship in 17, most yep. likely. But look at what happened to Clemson. Do you consider Clemson a dynasty? 
They went. Didn't they, they what? Didn't they go to like three national championships in five years? Did they win two of them pretty, things? Like the issue is, it's consider, hard to consider them a dynasty. Yeah, but the difference with them is the fact that they were in the middle of, of Alabama's dynasty. Like it's it's gonna have it's gonna have you know, hard to have two kings of the mountain, and they kind of knocked each <laughs> no, other you off. You can't have two like, dynasties at the can't. same time. It's literally exactly. impossible. Yeah, so like you, that's the problem. Like you know, that was Nick Saban's run. And, 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 and Clemson got close to maybe knocking them off and starting their own. And they had their moments here or there where there, you saw some weakness in Alabama. But no, that was Alabama's run. But that, that, that applies to Georgia. Dynasty. Everything you just said, everything you just said applies to Georgia. Unless Alabama continues the downward trend that they are on, certainly they're, they're, it looks like we are at the end of the Saban dynasty. Yes, but it's not a guarantee. It's not a guarantee. If Saban comes out here hey, Bob, and you then you look at the future, year, well, then you're just, just look at the trends right now. Yes, you can play the what if game. What if they fall off like Clemson? Like, I, I get that. Do that all you want. I'm just saying, from what I know, and call me biased, from what I know about Georgia football, what I've seen with my own eyes for the past five years, and what I've seen from Alabama for the past couple of years, and, and some of the issues that I look at what Alabama is going to have next year, and what Georgia brings back next season, and, and the way that they've recruited, I can confidently say this team is not going anywhere. And the age difference between Kirby and Saban, yes. The Alabama dynasty, while they may win one national championship in the next four or five years, is coming to an end. And the next thing, the next person who has the opportunity to stake that flag in the ground and say, hey, I am now the king. Hey, now that this is my 15-year run, is Kirby Smart? And I do, once again, believe we are in the middle of that run right now. And do they have to yeah. win more national championships to, to solidify that? Yes. And if they win this, so if they yeah. win this year, will you say, will you say, if they win, the natty in a month, will you say and agree with me that they are right now in the middle of their dynasty run? Do they need it? If they win the natty, yes. Um, like the Jedi Council should have done with Anakin Skywalker. If they win the natty against this year, I will grant them, I will grant them the rank of dynasty. Um, if you don't, though, you're Urban Meyer, right? I mean, you're, you're, you're Urban Meyer and Ryan Day at Ohio State. Yeah. A lot of great wins. But no big rings to show for it, save for the Ryan. one. No, no, I know, but but Ryan Day is yeah. kind of a continuation of that Urban Meyer dominance. Like, yes. like they have won at the level that Kirby Smart has won at at Georgia, um, mm -hmm. at Ohio State. But they only have one national championship to show for it. Now, look, let's be clear: if Georgia wins again this year, uh, a couple of things. First off, that's what twenty nine and one over the last two years. No, Probably no, no, as no, dominant it's like, of a it's, two year. No, no, no. It's more yeah, than that. 15, 15 games a year, right? Well, if, I guess if you go back, they, they, they've won over the last series, but they, they, they've won, I think, 30. I think they've won 31 out of the last 32 of two games coming up. So yes. they would have won 33 yes. of their last 34 games, which yeah. puts you in the air of like the USC 03 to 05 run, the mm -hmm. Miami 99 to 01 run, or 2000, 2002. Okay. Okay. So that's, you'll be 33. And one, you'll be 33 and one since we're going to, I guess, yeah. tack on random games from two years ago in a year that didn't end in a championship. Sure. Let's do it that. Sounds um, sounds you'll be better. 30, you'll be 33 and one with back-to-back -back national championships. And I don't think we quite realize how rare back-to-back -back national championships are. Like Nick Saban only did it once for all the talk of Alabama dynasty. And it is undeniably a dynasty. Only in 2011 and 2012 did Alabama end up with back-to-back -back national championships. So to do that in the playoff era is arguably even more impressive. I mean, before that, 
the 11-12 Bama one, you got to go back to 03-04 USC. And even they very famously shared that 03 national championship with LSU. Uh, then you go back to Nebraska, 94-95. Uh, Nebraska also did it 70-71. Tell me you can't win a national championship in uh, Lincoln. Just not true. Just not true. Uh, Oklahoma did it 74 and 75. They also did it in 55 and 56. Then you got to go to Notre Dame, 46, 47. Then you got to go to Army, who did it in 44, 45, which I got to imagine Army kind of had an advantage here, right? Everybody's yeah. going off to World War II. Army's like keeping all the best athletes to stay home and play football instead of having them die in a brutal uh, European front. Uh, but whatever, they got the rings. So maybe it was worth it. Um, and then you got to go to Minnesota in 4041. So this does not happen. Like that is the main reason why I will grant Georgia dynastyhood is with that great beginning that, that, you know, the past four or five years combined now with a two year stretch that is at or near the top of every, you know, of any run, any two year sample we've ever seen in college football, I will grant you the run of dynasty, but you have to go beat Ohio state. And that's why this playoff matchup is so fascinating to me. This is a, make no mistake, this is what I call a classic golden ticket game for Ohio State. You want you want the golden ticket out of all of your problems, right? You, you want to get your grandparents out of bed finally and go get to tour the chocolate factory, the grandpa dancing around nimbly bimbly and, and almost losing everything before convincing the old mad wizard to give you everything in the end. Your chance to do it, Ryan Day lies against Georgia upcoming in the playoff. Because if you beat that Georgia team, well, all of a sudden, it doesn't matter you didn't win the Big Ten. It doesn't matter you didn't beat Michigan because you're probably going to get another crack at him in the national championship. I mean, you solve all of your woes in one fell swoop if you're Ohio State. Whereas if you're Georgia, you have just another chance to prove that you are that dynastic power and that this is the age of the bulldog and the men of Athens. And that uh, look, when we focus, no one is up on our level. Yeah, I agree. Like the Ohio state, this is an opportunity to right the wrongs. I, I do think this, this, this game between Georgia and Ohio state, the winner will win the national championship at the end of the day. I think, I think Ohio state to me is still the better team versus Michigan. And I know they've lost the past wow. two games against them. So like, you know, history is not really on my side here. It just oh, you know, I had that much God. confidence in the offense, and I did. I still think what we saw from JJ McCarthy in that game versus Ohio State. I don't think he's going to be able to duplicate that going forward. So, I think winner of Georgia versus Ohio State, especially if it's Georgia. Like I, I have supreme confidence right now. If Georgia beats Ohio State, Georgia is a better football team than Michigan, uh, and that game honestly I think would be a blowout. I think obviously they would take care of business versus TCU as well. And I will say that I think Ohio State is still in my mind the better the two football teams and would beat Michigan in a rematch this year. So it's going to be a great football game. Um, is Ohio State good enough to beat Georgia? And I was in, I was in the building today and I was talking with some people about that. And, and, and you know, they're, I wouldn't say nervous. Everyone's very confident. They, they, they believe they're the better team. But this is a matchup that, that is something that is, is Ohio State's strengths versus Georgia's weakness a little bit. Georgia has struggled against the pass this year at times. And I know they look good versus Tennessee, and 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 Hendon missed a couple deep balls that if he would have connected on like a, a, a that go ball to Hyatt or another go ball on the outside, that could have been a different football game. Georgia has shown to be vulnerable on the backside, and if CJ Stroud and that offense get going, that is not the offense that they are best uh, suited and equipped to to slow down. So wait now, Aaron, go but ahead. you 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 on Twitter 
stumbled across a stat which kind of blew my mind a little bit, which is as intimidating as Ohio State and CJ Shadow may look on paper, uh, he's actually not great against ranked teams. Maybe not maybe not really even they especially even compared to some of his peers. Yeah, granted, I, I guess you're he's right. Been, it, he's it is an played a lot small sure. sample size. He's I mean, had three ranked, ranked games this year, yes. but five touchdowns, two interceptions. I guess I guess not too much to write home about compared to like a Caleb Williams or some of the yeah. other teams that we talk about. So a lot on the line for CJ Stroud, I think, to uh to prove as well. So you heard it here first though, confirmed Georgia Bulldogs anxious and scared of this Ohio State matchup. Thank you for the inside info, Aaron. Did you learn that while you were hanging out in the butt smear players lounge? The butts smear. First off, not not scared. Let's 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 simmer down these these headlines real what? quick before Brumford's tweeting it out. Um no scared is not the right word. They are they are eagerly awaiting the challenge no for boys. what Ohio no State problem. presents to them with their vertical passing attack. That that is more the headline that that needs to be coming out of the butt smear oh uh, building there in Athens, try to Georgia. try to inject a little more bullshit politic <laughs> talk around the issue into that sentence you're just t-balls over here trying to get me you're literally like, trying to get me kicked out of the butt smear what? like you know it's gonna be like oh aaron's not allowed in the butt smear because now he's screaming out that georgia players are saying that they're scared to face ohio state which is completely false um so given my gastrointestinal history i am shocked i'm not a hall of fame member of the butt smear okay like where is my <laughs> invite why am i not why why don't i have a bust hanging out in the butt smear for for somebody that doesn't know what we're talking about just i don't on, even know what on. are we talking about is 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 that the is that i think it's like the weight room maybe or something and it's literally called the butt butts mirror building it's a big kind of jack uh Mihoff sort of thing. oh my god dude it looks even crazier in person okay so again if you're watching on if you're listening on podcasts uh, you can catch it on youtube on the volume sports youtube channel where if you do hit the like button subscribe but we are uh, aaron has gotten his bust out from the florida georgia hall of fame game and it is terrifying is on the like level me. it is up there with the cristiano ronaldo uh meme statue that made the rounds a couple of years ago. A very predatory it smile. Scares like, I the shit never... out of my son. My son does yeah, not it like makes it. Sense. He just freaked out. It is, yeah. it is not. It's something you put like on your front porch during Halloween to scare the kids. Like that's that's how bad it is. I agree with uh, Christopher David. That it looks like you got hit like with some Joker gas or something in that picture. Uh, all right, we need to move on after all this Georgia talk. Look, all I'm saying is, boys, don't blow it. Okay, you're so close to being a dynasty. It would really All right, here's the headline. Here's the headline. If you were to trip T up T now. T-Bob okay? declares, declares Georgia's in a dynasty after second national yeah. championship. That, that to me, is the headline yeah. of the yeah. past 22 minutes. Yeah. I'll stand by it. I'll stand by it. I got no problem okay. with that. Because, look, I'm okay. objective, okay? I'm beholden to facts and facts only. Like the fact that they should remake the national D lineman of the year trophy. They should remake that trophy to the Jalen Carter pose of him holding Jaden Daniels yeah. and, and the number one up. Like that yes. would be a sick trophy. That'd be a good bust. <laughs> uh, no, okay, let's get to the next topic on the show today. Uh, and this is one that, you know, it's kind of interesting. I thought me and Aaron would be lined up on this. And uh, we in fact find ourselves very naturally 
on the opposite side of this issue. Remember yesterday we were going over transfer portal Christmas presents and uh, the most awful timeline was laid out where Drake May, a guy who Aaron has told you from watching film, reminds him of Aaron Rodgers because of his lower body work, his footwork, Mm. how he can move, how Mm. he can launch the ball. Um, the, The darkest timeline is Drake May transferring from UNC and going to Alabama. Uh, as soon as you put it in my head yesterday, it started to percolate. It made me very sad. And so I was ecstatic when I saw yesterday that Drake May said, I ain't going nowhere. Wolf of Wall Street style. He's staying right there in Chapel Hill. That's what I'm talking about, Drake May. That is the correct decision to stay, be a Jumpman athlete, get that money, be a Chapel Hill hero. He comes from a UNC family. Good shit, Drake May. Stay in a Tar Heel. I'm happy for him. Like, good for him. Good for him for sticking to his. I love in, in a world where guys are jumping left and right, in a world where guys are leaving, like Spencer Sanders, who's a starter. Like, the amount of starters we've discussed is that are leaving to go to new homes is still baffling to me. Like, it, it, I, I would never in my, 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 my right mind think about leaving the University of Georgia at, like my senior year after I started for three years. Like, oh, I'm bored. Let me go play somewhere else. I just, I don't get it. Uh, I do think NIL does play a part in all of this that we're seeing right now. But I'm 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 not poo-pooing his decision. I'm just more shocked. Stand by your take. Stand by your take, coward. Brum is over here wilting in disappointment. Stand by your take. Did Drake May make the correct decision saying at UNC? In 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 in, in, in a world where it is easy to look at yourself and say, what do I want and what's the what's the quickest way to success and stardom and championships and personal awards? Yes, he should have left if that's the case. If he's a guy that wants to go win a national championship and and have an easier path to do it, a a more realistic path to doing it, he should have left. He should have gone to Alabama. Shoot, he probably could have gone to Georgia. You know, I love what Georgia has on the roster, backing Uh, up sets right now. I think Carson Beck is going to be a stud. But he could have looked at that situation and said, hey, man, you got Brock Bowers, A.D. Mitchell, McConkie, a young defense, an offensive line that's number two in the country right now. Look at it. He looks good in Alabama uniform. I want to go be a Bulldog. I want to go be a Crimson Tide. Put me an opportunity to go win a championship. Put me in a better situation to go win a Heisman. You know, last year, Alabama's quarterback won a Heisman. This year, Georgia's quarterback is one of the finalists to win the Heisman. When's the last time UNC won a championship? When's the last time UNC put someone in New York as a Heisman finalist? So, yes, if he's a guy that wants to be like everyone else who's chasing all these things, he should have left. But I'll say I am I am very happy that he stuck to his commitment because he could have gone to Alabama. He was originally committed to Alabama. He backed he backed out. UNC is his home. He wanted to go there. I love the story. I'm just more anything shocked that he's not taking the opportunity to go somewhere and um, you know become even more of a superstar than he already is now. You know what else seeks the path of least resistance? Water. You know what water is? Wishy washy. Okay. And Drake May ain't some wishy-washy little bitch like you are, Aaron Murray, okay? No. Drake May, hey, I like stayed all said, four years. I stayed all four by, years, T-Bob. Stands, stands by his commitment, okay? And, uh, I, I, okay, answer me this. Answer me this. In all seriousness, and I believe this. I believe this in my core. Tell me if you agree or not. True or false? An yep. ACC championship at UNC means more than a national championship at Alabama. I believe no. it. I fully, no, I mean, on, no. on the simple, on the simple, you won basis, the worst league, the worst often, league in America. What has happened more often? 
doesn't matter. What what means more to no. the fans, to the school? Does Alabama no. care more about winning another Natty or UNC winning the AC championship in football? They'd be besides themselves. It never happens. No. When was the last time it happened? I don't know. Let's look it up. And what are the chances of it going to happen? That's that's the question. Like, is it realistic for him to it's think good. that he's going to win, yeah. win win an AC championship game as as Florida State is evolving and becoming you know more the Florida State that we know uh, when when Clemson is still the dominant factor with with way far farther superior athletes on both sides of the football than you had. Look at the game that just occurred this weekend. Clemson didn't even have a, a legitimate quarterback, and they still beat the living crap out of North Carolina. Like that is how far North Carolina is behind the big boys in that conference. That's all good. And it, it, I don't see it turning around next season for him because he listen. He has one more year left. That's it. He's got one more go, and then he's going to be a top five pick in the NFL draft next season. Why not go out with a bang? Why not go out there and go somewhere where you can go win a national championship, where you can go win a Heisman, and and regardless of where you go, you're still going to be a five, you know, first round pick. I get that, but damn, like if I had an opportunity to go in a Heisman, and I know I could go do that at Georgia or, or Alabama, and I get one free go, I would consider it. I I, I may go and, and and I, you know what, the NIL. I, I'm interested to see what the NIL is there at North Carolina. I don't think it's crazy big. For football compared Michael to obviously Jordan, basketball. Bro. Yeah. Michael MJ Jordan has to break that dude good. off. He better be yes. getting broken off. Next thing you know, actual Drake is going to turn in his Duke gear and he's going to be showing up in Tar Heel gear, hanging out with Drake May courtside at UNC games. Just wait, calling it now. Um, no, Aaron, look, I, I think you got to go back to the words of the great American poet here, Bob Frost. Okay. He came yeah. to the fork in the woods. He took the road less traveled. You want him to take the well-shorn trash uh, path that we're seeing all over the country now. You want him to be Jameer Gibbs. You want him to be Henry Tao Worked out for those guys, right? <laughs> Stick where you are. Go win at UNC. You can win the Heisman from there. You can win the ACC there. And if you do, you will be immortal. If you win a natty at Alabama, you're just another national championship winning quarterback at Alabama. People don't care about football. You got to go back to 1980. People don't care about football. People don't care you win. about football in North Carolina. No, no, they don't care. So you win. They People don't care. care about basketball in New Orleans until you have the Pelicans sitting top number one in the Western Conference. Go look right, at the NBA standings. You and I are both SEC guys. You know what it means to play in this league. You know how much it, it means to the fan bases. Like Stetson Bennett will never have to pay for anything the rest of his life in the state of Georgia. Uh, I don't have to pay for a lot of things in the state of Georgia, and I didn't win a, a championship. Like you, as a starting quarterback, and Drake is is, is a far superior quarterback than both of us, if you come to a place like Alabama or Georgia and you win and win a Heisman and go and win a championship, possibly, you are set for life. North Carolina, they're just like wins basketball season. Great. We won an AC championship. That's really cool. That's awesome. No. They don't care, man. They are a basketball stool. They know it. They will just they will celebrate it. They will enjoy it. They will pat you on the back and they will forget about it and get ready for basketball season. If you Here, win in the Southeastern Conference, truth. you are you are, it, it 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 lasts it lasts forever. It is it, it hits different, T Bob. You know it. You live it every single day here in the SEC. The 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 simple truth, the simple simple truth of American football is that everybody's a something school until they're good at football. Even Kentucky, even Kentucky. Mm -hmm which has no. built an empire on the game of basketball. Even when they got a taste, even a little taste there, just a little, they got, they got a tiny little suckle at the football God's teat, just a little uh, football God colostrum 
And what did they do? All of a sudden, they're shitting on John Calipari. They're paying Bob Stoops, or they're paying Mark Stoops more than they pay Calipari. People are showing up for the games, talking about Calipari needs to chill out, do we support Stoops, blah, blah, blah. They quickly dropped basketball, only to now be disappointed because they reminded that yeah. Kentucky they got to hop back on that basketball bandwagon. But, but, but how long is that built, though, taste- Bob? How, about how long? That was built over Mark Stoops over six, seven years of having success and being almost yes, like that number two team. That's beautiful the part about it wasn't a football. One, the- it wasn't a it wasn't a, a flash in the pan. You get one star player for a season and then you go back to being irrelevant the next season. That that that's the problem right now for North Carolina. It's it's not like do we feel confident that yes. this is going to then all of a sudden turn North Carolina into a contender for the next five, six years where people continue to love football. No, it is a, a true, great true quarterback basketball school. A great quarterback is like a piece of alien technology that you find and you reverse engineer. It can make you relevant immediately Mm. on a way grander scale than you have any right to be. Good job by Drake May staying at um, at UNC. I think he made the correct decision, and I think that he will feels caring about it. Yeah, good, good, good by him. Sticking to his commitment. Uh, Chad Dog seventy seven in the chat says I'd buy Aaron Beers when he is in Augusta. Um, Chad Dog, if I do, if I don't get snipped this year during the Masters, I will be there in Augusta. So I will take you up on that beer. So I will see you there. Oh my God, here we go. I mean, Brum, where's our invite? Right? Like, I mean, you know, it's not like we. I mean, I would love to go to Augusta, but no, we don't work cool. together Whatever. five days a week or anything. Yeah, I yes, all we have to do is offer to buy yeah, one beer. Apparently, he's given us Masters tickets. Oh my God, unbelievable! You can't buy Masters uh, tickets. I think they just like come out. Oh my like God, thin trust air. I do. I do not. I do not. I I hate Masters Bros talking about the Masters ticket buying process. There's nothing more mind numbing. It's like your fantasy team, how your bets did this weekend, and the path that you had to go to get Masters tickets. I don't give a fuck. Not a single one. Could it care less? <laughs> In fact, um, but yes, we both will be getting snipped soon. So somebody should give me why, why am I so, so B Bean wants to know why we are so proud of getting snipped because we did our job, B Bean. We, we, we brought yep. myself two uh, new humans to this world along with my wife, T Bob, yep. about three. We have done our part. It is more of a celebration knowing that we have done what we came here to do um, and, and, and are going to hopefully raise great human beings. JLab has something for everyone with earbuds and headphones that are as versatile as you are. Perfect for calls, listening to podcasts, and working out. They are built for every single moment. JLab is proud to partner with Powerhouse College Athletics, UCLA, Duke, Gonzaga, Indiana, St. John's, TCU, Vanderbilt, Arkansas, Minnesota, San Diego State, and more. From lively tailgates, to coaches' play calling and courtside rivalries to college athletics NIL deals. JLabs joins the action and connects with 182 million plus college sports fans nationwide. They're excited to partner with 17 D1 college schools showcasing their passion and loyalty of fans and athletes across the United States. Whether creating cutting-edge tech products or pursuing athletic greatness, being the best takes hard work and commitment. JLab is proud to partner with schools who are showcasing the hard work, perseverance, and even the championship celebrations across all college sports. Use code SNAPS25 for 25% off your order. Visit JLab.com to find your kind of tech.
Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Black Buffalo products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of nicotine or tobacco. If you're an adult age 21 and older and use nicotine or tobacco, I want to tell you about an American-made success story in Black Buffalo's award-winning nicotine pouches. Black Buffalo's nicotine pouches are not owned by Big Tobacco. They're an independent company proudly built right here in the USA for 21 and over adult consumers. Black Buffalo was built by dippers with decades of smokeless tobacco use. They believed the market wanted tobacco alternative nicotine products that offered the best of both worlds. Bold flavor, full pouches. What are they made of? It's pretty simple. Cured edible green leaves, food grade ingredients, and pharmaceutical grade nicotine. Most importantly, there's no tobacco leaf or stem. All proudly made right here in the USA. So if you're 21 and older, consume nicotine or tobacco, and want to join the Black Buffalo Herd, head over to blackbuffalo.com to learn more. You can order nicotine pouches online, and they ship directly to most states. Or check out the store locator to purchase pouches at thousands of retail locations around the country. Black Buffalo Tobacco Alternative. Bold flavor, full pouches. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. What up, y'all? T-Bob here from Snaps, your new favorite college football podcast on the Volume Sports uh, channel. And I want to remind you football fans to make every Thursday one to remember with a free no-sweat same-game parlay from FanDuel. America's number one sports book. That's right. Every single Thursday, all customers, not new, doesn't matter if new, older, all customers get free bets back up to $10 if your NFL same game parlay does not hit. So, like, I just got on the site a second ago, right? Um, I, I like Rams plus six and a half. Uh, I, I can't imagine we live in a world this quickly where they're that much worse than the Raiders, especially at home. So, Rams plus six and a half at home. Derek Carr under. 249.5 throwing Van Jefferson over 37.5 yards receiving. Nice, simple. That's going to pay out 5 to 1, basically. Okay. Free, no sweat, $10 bet. Going to pay out $54.98 if you win. So remember, you can build your own right there in the FanDuel Sportsbook app, or they even have popular same game parlays already pre built that you just click on. Uh, never forget Marylanders FanDuel now live in Maryland. So make sure you get in on the action, create offers, boosts, and everything that adjusts for you. You can see it there in the app. When you sign up, use the promo code SNAPS. If you don't already have an account, that's promo code SNAPS, and you'll get free bets back if that same game parlay does not hit. So let's make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. So look, I, I rode these nuts hard. Okay. I rode these nuts mm. hard. Now it's time to hang mm. them up, put them in the pasture. It's like the same deal when you have like a great racehorse. Well, it's guess not exactly the same because in the great racehorse it's analogy, quite, they end literally up the exact opposite. It. Yeah, it's like, but but no, but it is kind of the same in that their race has been run. And now they get to gallivant all over the fields of freedom for the rest of their lives, where my balls race have been run. And now I get to finish inside, worry-free for the rest of my life. Okay, I've earned that right. Yes. From, that really yes. come easily. Okay? <laughs> yes. 
Get it? It is. <laughs> but I can. I can come easily anywhere I want now for all time. And that's, and that's a great feeling. I mean, it really is. <laughs> Ooh, I'm like it's a big deal to that. or no big deal. Brother. I bet you don't know this. This is actually a little OTB segment that we generally do on Thursdays, but I'm just realizing we forgot to do today. OTB is our radio show here at Baton Rouge. So uh, big deal or no big deal. What you got, Ryan Brumley? All right. <laughs> All right. The chat right now. Yeah, they're laughing at us. All right. So Deion Sanders poached an assistant. Charlie Kelly is going to be the DC at Colorado. Aaron, is that a big deal or no big deal? I think it's a big deal for Colorado. I mean, Dion's putting together pretty impressive stats with our staff, excuse me, uh, that all have, you know, really, really good resumes that only get recruits more and more excited. You know, you, you walk into a living room, you say, okay, I'm Deion Sanders. And I think another big thing is too, like you want to talk about getting kids on campus. A lot of these parents of these kids grew up watching Dion. So like, you know, there's a lot of these parents kind of fanboying right now, knowing that, Hey son, oh, yeah, I know you man. may not like Colorado, but we're going to go take a trip because I want to go take a picture with Dion. Like these parents are fanboying like crazy, knowing that their son is getting recruited by Dion. You win the parents over, that's a big step. That is a big step. Reason why I didn't commit to UCLA, my dad said, no, 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 you ain't going to UCLA. That's too far for us to travel. Literally knock them out. There's going to be a lot of parents saying, I trust Dion. I buy in the Dion. It's prime time. Son, I think you should go there. So he's already went, he's going to win the parents. He's going to win the kids. And then you say, okay, I got this DC from Alabama or this defensive guy from Alabama, this guy from here, this guy from here. He is building something that is a recruiting machine that is a powerhouse. So I think big for them, obviously for Alabama, Nick Saban, who cares? They'll be fine. He'll, he'll, he'll plug and replace any position uh, guy that he needs. Uh, to me, this could not be further from big deal uh, because if it wasn't, I'm not saying it's a bad hire, right? I'm a hiring nihilist, though. I stole that from uh, Malcolm Gladwell's Revisionist History podcast. Like, I don't believe that any of the metrics that we have for hiring actually amount to shit because the most perfect hires go awry all the time. It's like the, the logic that mm -hmm. I hate and where people are like, I just want the best person. I just want the best person for the job to be hired. Oh, uh, hello, McFly. If we knew who the best person was, then we wouldn't have failed hires. That's the point. You can never really know, right? So like, I don't care. It's a good hire, bad hire. I have no idea. What I do know is if I mention the name Charlie Kelly to any of y'all people out there listening right now, all y'all would have thought of Charlie from Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Ain't a single damn person that would have known that he was a DB coach at Alabama. And hand up, that's true for me. I had no idea who Charlie Kelly was until this story came across my desk. Ryan Brumley, did you have any idea who Charlie Kelly was? No, I did not. Aaron, did you? Okay, it doesn't matter no, because I when you put... Just, no, just no, let me no, explain. No, answer the question. I agree. I didn't. I didn't. But as soon as you say <laughs> his name along with DB coach at Alabama, there's a level of credibility that rings in your head. Like, okay, he coached at, he coached under Saban. Okay, he put, coached on the defense side of the football at Alabama. He must be good. Alabama's DBs like, were garbage this year, dude. Sometimes, T-Bot, well, perception The two guys that were first-team All-SEC. First two first-team All-SEC guys. Um, okay, so maybe that was a bad Alabama. take by me. <laughs> maybe maybe yeah. that was a bad take by so, me if they had two. <laughs> maybe just the hey, DBs this and the SEC one. just hey. stuck, or they're, they're, maybe, yeah. More like Poolade McKinstry. <laughs> Got him. All right, what's Nailed next? Nailed it. All right. Speaking of perception being reality, Texas A&M went five and seven this last year, but they're still nailing the recruiting wars. They just signed a number one running back, Ruben Owens, to their 2022 class. T-Bob, big deal or no big deal? 
no big deal simply until Texas A&M can prove that they can take advantage of all this talent that they're amassing. And again, it's not just the last, like this year is not disappointing because they didn't take advantage of a freshman class. If anything, by the end of the year, the freshman class is the only thing that A&M fans have to be excited about. I mean, they really went off on a high note ending in the manner that they did in that LSU game. But the problem is they were a top five recruiting class for the previous like four or five years. Like, like, like there is no excuse to not even be bowl eligible to with an LSU win end up at two and six in the SEC, five and seven overall. The 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 talent to result gap is absolutely massive. So no, it's not a big deal if you stay hot in the recruiting trail until you prove to me that you can win with great recruits. Now, now I do think like recruiting is well over half the battle. So if you can get your head yeah. out your ass, you can be good right away. But but I'm in prove it mode with AM. I'm done yeah. giving it any benefit of the doubt. They got to prove it. So I think it's good news in the sense of that there must still be money flowing in for these top recruits that want to go to A&M, these five stars. Because if you take all that away, you're like, why would you go to a team, a five-star guy, a team that didn't even make a bowl game that's having all these issues on offense? Well, it must mean that there's a big fat check most likely coming at the end of that commitment when he walks onto that campus. So I think that's good news knowing that all these recruit are these, you know, boosters and guys that are heavily involved, you know, because I would be pissed off. Like if I, if I, if I was writing a check for six figures to – seven figures to get these top you know four and five star recruits like they did last year to get those guys in there to have the number one recruiting class of all time into into aggie land and then seeing guys smoking the locker room guys getting suspended i would say screw that i'm not getting my return on investment i'm not giving any more money so to kind of get the hint that guy that these boosters are still heavily involved that there's the money still flowing that recruits are getting money kids on the on the football team are getting money uh to me is encouraging because like you said t X and O's are great, and 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 Jimbo needs to improve on the X and O's. And you know, if you didn't watch our show yesterday, we had an interesting name for who should be the next OC at A and M. A little early yeah. Christmas present. Joe Brady, sure you go check that one out. Um, yeah, not Joe Brady, but anyways, th- you got to get kids on campus to at least give yourself an opportunity. So uh, I do think that's a good sign that 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 means that the uh, the powers that be, the ones writing the checks, are still writing some pretty fat checks. All right, and uh, last Brum, one. Can I hop in? Yes, can please, I, can go. I, can I make my own big deal or no big deal? Of and course, you this is your well. show, buddy. I'm just a passenger. Uh, big deal or no big deal, Phil Longo leaving UNC, going to Wisconsin. And the reason I say this is, has there ever been a more odd fit than a Phil Longo spread attack combined with the Wisconsin Badgers? Like, it just doesn't compute it's like trying to divide by zero or something like i can't even wrap my head around it something breaks when i try to think about what it's going to look like on the football field like are you really going to have that many thick slow white guys running the spread aaron help me out here big deal or no big deal uh i think it's more of a concern for unc honestly you know i I, listen i told you people you 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 go to unc and you get the hell out of unc you you want guys to stay at unc because you think that there's some magical run that's going to happen where UNC becomes a football school all of a sudden and uh, the, the ACC becomes a prominent conference in college football and they just kind of run away with things. They could care less that their TV deal absolutely sucks. Get the hell out of UNC. Get the hell out of the ACC. Get out. If you have the opportunity to leave that conference, leave, unless you're Brom who gets to go home to Louisville. Uh, other than that, he's the exception. <laughs> uh, I don't mind it all. But yeah, it is kind of funny thinking about 
uh, a bunch of uh, slow white guys trying to run a spread offense in college football. But we'll see if he can uh, change his offense up a little bit. Evolve. You got to coach to your talent, T-Bob. Coach to your talents. I just cannot fathom a Wisconsin box score where it's like Graham Hurts <laughs> or somebody throw, throw the ball like 67 times. He's like 42 of 67 for 330. I just, I can't fathom it. I'm not, I'm not ready for that yet. Uh, we'll, we'll see. By the way, I'm loving all the day man uh, and night man uh, references going on in the chat right now. Some of the best episodes of always sunny that have ever been written and never forget. If you want to get into this boy's soul, you have to pay the troll toll. Brum, what's our last big deal or no big deal? All right, so Aaron got himself in some hot water um, swimming in these uh, social medias. Yes. Uh, Mississippi State running back Dylan Johnson announced he was hitting the transfer portal and had some parting words for Mike Leach on the way out. He had a long Instagram post that ended with, quote, with that being said, since I am not very tough and Leach is glad I'm leaving, I will be entering my name into the transfer portal with the hopes of finding a more fit playing environment for me. Aaron, big deal or no big deal? Uh, I, 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 uh, I don't think it's like a mega, mega deal. Uh, I'm just more like, why, why air your dirty laundry, man? Just like, you, there, yeah. there was no need to say any of that. Just say, listen, I appreciate my time at Mississippi State. Uh, I love my brothers, love the university. This is my, I, I feel like it's best for me to move on and I will be hitting the transfer portal and then end it right there. Just end it. We don't need to get any extra little jab on the way out. I just don't think it's a good look for the kid, honestly. I think it's a terrible look for him. It, just think like if I'm a, a your next head coach and you want to go to X university and you call them up and say, hey, I'm in the portal. I don't know how it all works, but say you call them up and say, hey, I want to go in the portal and you're the head coach like, so first topic, what the hell is this letter that you just wrote about you leaving Mississippi yeah. State? Like what, what's that little extra? Why, like, why, why it's, it's like, it's like, it's like, it's like the Caleb Williams, you know, fuck Utah on your fingertips. Like, just why, like why that little, no, no, extra no, little jab? no, what's no. the point? What's the point? You cannot equate it's, the two. It's just, you I mean, cannot it's equate the two. I just, I'm, I'm more oh equating the God. fact that it's, it's, it's both young men making immature decisions that's that that is more the the area and how how why, why is how it not similar look, why is that similar to two guys making how, immature decisions how can you look like a teen boy trying to look like a 30 year old but have the opinions of an 80 year old when it comes to caleb williams fingernails writing stuff on your body or tape or painting your face, you know, getting ready for battle. These are ancient time-honored tradition amongst warriors, okay? Him writing F whatever college on his nails is drastically different than this guy doing going out of his way to take a shot at Leach on the way out because we don't see the latter. Like, you never see somebody do that. Why? Because it's not good business on a personal level. Now, I think Lane Kiffin might have retweeted, so maybe the fix is already in and he's going to Ole Miss. I'm not That's exactly sure, but... <laughs> But, but like, okay, just think about it. Any job that you showing, have. How is it not showing immaturity? If you, how is if it not you, showing you, immaturity because, on both because, of them? Because what, you never wrote anything on your tape? I used to write GMFT because Lattimore else. did it in the program. Game motherfucking time. Let's go. I used to paint my That's face so and different. lose my mind and yell at people who's uh, going to crack their spines and drink their blood. Like, no, it's not different. It's the uh, field of battle. This is not. This is like somebody leaving a job and like 
on their resume, tweeting out, like shitting on their old boss. I've never been on LinkedIn, but I assume this is what goes on on LinkedIn. Like shitting on your old boss on LinkedIn on the way out. That's bad. That's going to look bad to future employers. No NFL teams like Caleb, why did you paint your nails? I I just think, I think you show a lack. You know, you know what it shows? A bit of chutzpah. You should appreciate that being half Jewish, Aaron, okay? It shows a little bit of nuts, a little bit of of, of, of vim and vigor yeah. and, a, and, and a thirst for battle. I love that Caleb Williams paints his nails, and I think it's ridiculous that he's even catching a modicum of flack for it. Now, this kid who did this thing with the announcement and everything, that's pretty stupid. Like, again, the first question any coach is going to ask you is, why did you take the, you know, why did you do this on the way out? Like, no coach wants anybody who's bringing even a modicum of drama from the transfer portal, unless you're just like a legitimate NFL guy. Yeah, no. Um, first off, I you, you can have your points. Like, I, I, I'm fine. Paint your nails. You live in California. It's all good. Do what you need to do. It's a new era. I just, I, I, the messaging. So now we me, know what the real issue is. He does not have the message. It's the nail no, painting. I could kill it. Really it's 2022. It's, do, it's, do it's you, your body, your body, you do whatever you want to do. I'm not going to get into that. And, 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 once again, get canceled because of uh, I say you can't paint your nails depending on what gender you are. Um, I don't think I'm just more concerned about the the, the the messaging on the nails. You, I, I know a lot of guys say, "Look, I'm not a role model. I didn't ask to be a role model." You are a role model. You are a role model to 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 young kids across the country that are tuning in to watch Caleb Williams go out there and win a Pac-12 championship. And when the first thing that that kid sees and that mom and dad sees is F Utah. On someone's play, uh, fingernails, I would tell myself, what, what like, what, "This is, is the guy you want to follow." Family of eagles, or are these a family of yeah. Tolkien's elves? Do they have super sight? Does the dad have the binoculars? Or the honey, we gotta leave. Look Were you not nails. watching the game on TV? Were you not watching the game on T Bob? Did you not see it blown? What up day on was TV, the game of the Pac twelve again? Title game. Um, it was Friday night. It was Friday so night. what was, was going on Friday? Aaron, I was in the hospital. It was awesome. Yeah, yeah. Was and you know what I did? I said, you were there said, watching hey. it and then discussing it over and over. I said, again. "Hey, little baby Bobby." I said, "Little baby Bobby, you see that shit right there? If you don't paint your nails, you're done. You're not living under my like. You better paint whenever you play a football game. You better paint yourself up with all sorts of derogatory messages towards your enemy. Otherwise, you're not going to live under this roof." I said, "Thank you, Caleb Williams, for teaching my kid a little fight." A little, a little yeah. chutzpah, like I said. Hey, Christopher Dave in the chat said, you know, his six-year-old will ask mom if he can write F to his teacher on his nails going forward. Just a, just a great, great, great message for, for young kids. Yeah, to, yeah that makes sense. That. Are just you in direct so competition mature. with your teacher? What are you talking about? No. Hey, my, you know no, what? That's a, that's a symbiotic relationship. If are you are hostile. raising the it type of kid hostile. that's going to write Fs, his teach like F Miss Love on his nails – what that's about, on what you. about the kid that's what about, I hate to tell you that kid, that what ain't Caleb Williams' fault, Aaron. No. That's on you. Yes, it is. The fact that no, it's even it's in not. a kid's mind. Yes, yes. Yes, T Bob. All right, whatever. No, you you no. parent how you want to parent. I'll parent how I want to parent. I do not appreciate him doing that on national TV. Dude, how nervous are you gonna be when little baby Bobby shows up at the doorstep <laughs> painting nails? To pick up miles. I mean, are you going to be scared? I don't know. <laughs> and it's probably his nails are literally going to say F U C K A A R O N. He's going to say it's going to say F Aaron on his nails. Yeah, 
well, too bad he's gonna have little little baby hands like his daddy that he's not gonna be big enough to write all that on there. So actually, his hands are almost as big as mine, which again, I don't support. Oh, yeah. I don't care if he has tiny hands. I'm okay with, but he's got big hands. Just saying, dude. He got my wife's hands. My wife has like Lana from Archer hands. She could dig you a ditch if you needed her to. She's like a tractor. Um, it's unbelievable. You've never seen anything like it. They're as big as mine. Um, all right, so I, I think we both can agree though that the 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 letter was a little over the top. Was was completely unnecessary for him. And I, I, I tweeted last night. I've had yeah, to. We do agree. I on don't that block actually. people. I just, I just, I just mute people so I don't get like the notifications. Like this one idiot just would not leave me alone all night. Like I get, then I get in a thread where I'm not even responding, but then people are responding. So yes. like, I'm, my phone's blowing up. I'm like, please, I need out of this. Can you all just like unat me so you guys can get after it without me seeing your entire conversation? Uh, it was quite entertaining though as I was. Um, feeding miles last night at like midnight to be in the middle of these uh wars and i would jab in every now and then but a little bit too much no i know getting getting caught in a big argument and thread is like one of twitter's most annoying things but thankfully you can mute him and yeah, yeah i agree with you Aaron. never block always mute you never want to give anybody yes. the power that you know that you think they mm -hmm. think that you gave them the time of the day uh by the way guys yeah. it's nine inch hands not that i care not that i care it's okay to be under nine but i'm a nine inch king aaron's a nine and quarter king we're all kings here okay Team, oh, I have to tell you one thing you're thing. super wrong about, real quick. What? What? The, the F Utah thing will 100% be a story when he gets drafted. It'll be a thing. I guarantee it. Yeah. Uh, okay. Okay. Mm, In the media, do you think a prospective employer will care? Do you think he is going to lose draft value because he wrote that on his fingernails? Sources say that some that some teams are concerned about Caleb Williams' the leadership. They referenced, you know. X this thing that fake. happened this, this year and F doing. Utah on his oh, no. nails I, I've seen, in the Pac-12 championship game. Just this is fake. You just made I will that say, up. I will say, no, no, no. I've seen, I've seen yes. moments, and I love Caleb Williams. I think Caleb Williams is the best player in America. But I've seen moments this year of immaturity on the field. I've seen moments where he rolls his eyes on the field at his coordinator for certain plays that were called, and 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 it's it's just too much. Sometimes he is Caleb so, Williams. Yeah, the next Kyler Murray coming up next on first take. Exactly, exactly, exactly. I mean, because I think he paints he his nails. Look at the evil. No, that because he does stuff like that on the field. He will language. literally look to the sideline and put his hands on his hips and roll his eyes at his play caller, saying, "What? Why are we calling this? Are you kidding me right now?" Like, yes, well, the, hey, there is a you lot don't of call growing up play. that needs to be done. <laughs> there is a lot of growing up that needs to be done for Caleb. So, so will it hurt him if you're if you're a team that needs a quarterback next year, and it's Drake Neighbors, Caleb Williams, who you picking? And I think that will be part of it. What is his maturity level compared to Drake May? If we look at them both equally, if, will that be the deciding factor? Are my ears is my is my brain bleeding? If somebody if somebody makes a draft decision between Drake May and Caleb Williams because Caleb Williams paints his nails, you should be fine. It's not the like you should not be okay, a GM. Not you should not be an NFL owner. It's the or GM. overall immaturity. It's all of it together, T. It is the it's 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 uh, the rolling the eyes. It's the questioning of the play caller. It's the painting that's of the fair. nails. Like that's it fair. All is a, that's it's fair. All I don't think of the painting the nails. I disagree. Not so just I disagree the with the nails. assertion that the painting the nails though is representative of the immaturity. I agree with you. BBL bad body language, looking like Kyler Murray, like it's never my fault. It's already everybody else's fault. Uh, none of that is good, and that will work against him. Painting his nails, not so much. We're no, we're taking we're making that. a mountain out of a molehill. In this case, hey, uh, Heisman hypotheses. Who's going to win the Heisman? Caleb, it's fun conversation <laughs> in all of college football.
Who's going to uh, win? Uh, Joy. Um, I forgot. Caleb, Caleb Williams, Williams paint his nails. Can't be him. It can't, can't, can't be do him. It. Can't do it. He can't. <laughs> can't get a guy. Do you think? Does he paint his nails on uh, on Saturday night? That's going to be the first thing that uh, I would if, be if he doesn't. At, he's a coward. If he doesn't, he's a coward. At this point, you have to double down. Uh, yes, like like the sculptor doubled down when he realized halfway <laughs> through Aaron's bust that it was not coming out well. And he was like, I got a deadline. Uh, I got to finish it. And so he just found a way to push through. I mean, oh, my God. Look are the smile. worst part. I mean, my God. Yeah. I pride myself on my though. smile, and he butchered it. Yeah, it's true. Well, it's yeah. like try to draw teeth, and it always looks weird. It always looks overdefined. It's 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 an odd thing. I read a lot of comic books, and like if you ever like in a cartoon or a comic, you ever make somebody look creepy, you draw every single tooth in. It's it's an odd thing. I, I don't know why that is. Um, who wins the Heisman? Um, probably still Caleb Williams. Yeah, yeah. Who's right. two? I think that's more interesting. Who's two? Probably Stequavius, actually. I think so. I, th I think I think that his well, maybe CJ Stroud. I don't know. Well, I don't know. No, I think Stequavius. I look. I think Duggan? his narrative, his stats against ranked. No, Duggan screwed it up. He screwed it up last. He, he did everything he could, but they needed. They had to win that game. He would have won it. I mean, that's what's so fascinating about Duggan is going in that last drive. He had not just the playoff hopes, but he had a Heisman on the line, and he and he and he, yeah. and he came up just. Just short. First, so, all right. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go to the chat real quick. So, so Derek Walker asked, not Hendon Hooker, right, Aaron? I, I don't know if y'all saw this or not, but I, 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 I think Hendon should be there. I just think that also Sequavia yeah. should be there too. I think CJ is should be the odd man out based on his performances and highs and might like moments this season. You know, yes. T. Bob has said it a million times. If you're Ohio State quarterback, you're gonna put up stats. There's nothing new about that. There's nothing exciting about that. You had your opportunity versus Michigan at home. You crapped the bet. You threw two picks. Your team got embarrassed. Sequavius in big time games this year. Oregon, then LSU, and a cup. Tennessee yeah. threw a boatload of touchdowns and was absolutely a Heisman like candidate in those moments. Hendon it was a Heisman like moment over and over again this season. Max Duggan was amazing every single week. Caleb Williams had Heisman like moments all season long. The only one in that group that did not have a Heisman moment was CJ Stroud. He did what we expected him to do be an Ohio State quarterback, and put up great numbers. Mm. That's it. Not saying he's not a great quarterback. I think he's a great quarterback. Very fair point. He's not a, he did not have a Heisman-like season, in my opinion. And then you got Stequavius out here. It's like how, you know, like a Roman sinner couldn't be a sinner till like 40 years old, right? They, they did a similar thing at Georgia quarterback where you have to be like 27 years old to get to play. And it's really worked out. You got Stequavius over here just dropping his balls on like eighth graders balling out uh how about that stat that him and and lamar jackson came out they're the same age is that what it is the same age yeah, lamar jackson born in 1997 like uh, oh my god oh my chair oh man all right uh well we have to go uh thank you so much Aaron murray thank you to all of our wonderful friends who are hanging out and chat with us, uh, be you a dog fan, SEC, Big Ten, Big 12, Pac-12. We love all of college football here on uh, the Snaps Podcast. Huge thank you to Volume Sports Network for having us here. Huge thank you to FanDuel, promo code SNAPS, and you sign up there. Please, please, please help us continue to grow the pod as well as YouTube. You can have a liking, subscribing, share the pod with your friends, read and review it. All that stuff helps. Huge thank you to Papa Colin, Ryan Brumley, Paul Farrington, Pat Gunter, Danny Carnez, and you, Aaron Murray. 
You have a great day. Y'all have a great day. And we will see you on the next Snaps. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hey, guys. Back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck, yeah. And some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> Redwood Forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.